0: You're listening to Curated Consciously, a podcast that empowers our BIPOC and ally community to come together and dive into the work that needs to be done so we can cultivate vibrant healing environments from the inside out. I'm your host, Jasmine Rain, Curator-in-Chief and Social Entrepreneur coming at you from 9,000 feet in the Himalayas. You can connect with me and our community on Instagram at Curated Consciously and continue the conversation with us after every podcast episode in our Conscious Badass Facebook group. Now roll your shoulders back, get comfy, put the coffee on. It is time to deep dive into some thought-evoking conversation curated consciously.
1: Okay, so last time Kelsey and I were on the podcast, which was the end of December, um, I was talking about how uh, Jupiter and Saturn were, were basically meeting for the Great Conjunction on December 17th. They were meeting in Aquarius for the first time in like 200 years. And this was like a huge, huge moment in terms of how it would change the way we communicate and the way we connect with technology. And uh, also really driving forward kind of uh, this idea that we're our, our communities are finally ready to just like fucking break the status quo. Like we've seen so much uprising and so many challenges and so much, honestly, so, so many communities overcoming challenges and, but also not getting to the end result. So the great conjunction kind of frames this idea that the next kind of decade is really all about us fucking shit up and like finally getting what we deserve. And, and really helping break down systems of oppression. Like that's really the central kind of theme of what that conjunction looks like. And what I found to be so interesting and why I wanted to come back on the podcast to talk more about this was something that I've been very fascinated in for a few years now is this idea of my Saturn return. So I turned 28 years old uh, in last September. Um and I was born in 1992 and Saturn was in Aquarius. So Saturn is now back in Aquarius after uh, 28 years. And this is a really big deal because basically Saturn being one of the slowest kind of moving planets and also representing so much uh, like transformative change and it really representing kind of the biggest challenges that you'll face in your life. And also the fact that it comes back you know, it's going to basically enter the sign you were born in every 27 to 29.5-ish years. Uh, it really depends. And I'll put a link so that you can identify where, where where Saturn was when you were born so you can understand kind of what that would look like for you. But ultimately, you know, you're going to be facing this Saturn return three times in your life. And as somebody who is, who's just been on an, an astrology journey and really wanting to learn more and understand how it connects to my life, um, you know, going into my Saturn return, I was like I want to be prepared. You know, I turned <laughs> turned 28, then like got married, COVID happened, and I I remember sitting down in my mother-in-law's house after the first lockdown and was like I need to plan out what I hope to learn and what I hope to overcome and what I hope to feel and 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 represent kind of coming out of this. Like what does that look like? And I basically prepared for my Saturn return. And I thought it was so interesting because I was like, okay, well, I'm like over sitting here over-preparing for my Saturn return. And I remember reflecting back to Kels being in their Saturn return and not realizing it. And um, so I want to kind of take us back to that moment. So I'm someone who's over-prepared and we'll, and we'll kind of move forward with that in a bit. But I want to go back to, okay, so, okay, I, I think it was like March, April, 2019, we're at Hada House, and I remember you feeling very, like, lethargic and overwhelmed and heavy. And I'd love for you to maybe just kind of reflect on what, what that felt like at first before we kind of started having the conversation around, you know, what you being in a Saturn return.
2: Yeah, for sure. One of the things that I love about
1: um,
2: astrology is that it is, it is a framework. Through which people can um, align their lives and events in their lives, relationships with other people, and um, all of us have different tools that we use for that. Um, some that are conscious, and some that aren't. And so, one of the things that I that I really admired about our relationship is is the that whole world that you really. Uh, introduced me to um, because as as you said I p- have paid no attention um, <laughs> to my charts or um, and my sign or anything like that um, other than being very proud Leo that's about as far as I as I ever got with uh, my astrology and and using it as a framework for myself and so we we would enter into these conversations um and and it was a lens that you that you opened up to me to use as uh, a framework for some of the processing and we oh heaven heaven knows we've done a lot of processing um and yeah that march i i have always have been uh Pretty aware of the seasons changing and how that affects my body, and um, March is a specifically bad time every year. Um, and so I, I was pretty prepared for that. But um, what threw me is that everything leading up to that point, like I knew, I knew that I. I wanted to be at Hara House. I knew I wanted to be doing the work there with you, with the community. Um, And and all of that was really clear. And then it was just this overwhelming feeling of if I am exactly where I've wanted to be, exactly where I know I'm supposed to be doing the work that I know that I'm supposed to be doing, and I still feel this way. I still March comes around and I still have this intense heaviness and then what's the point of, of doing anything ever? <laughs> um and I'm I'm sure that um all of us can can sort of relate to that in different ways, whether it's you know, moving to a new location or getting a new job or um going, going on vacation even is used quite a lot as that, like, that shift. If I just do this one thing, if I, if I just make this change, then I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be good. And it was just this feeling of like, oh, I have to live in this body and this brain always. <laughs> and it was, it was, I'm laughing about it now. Um, but it it's something that was really heavy and hard and um I think that specific feeling lasted through at least two months if not more and it was it's it's something that I could feel coming on um and and something that I could feel going it was it was a very slow process um and and there were no easy fixes to to what was going on internally and um it was it was uh, this this a feeling almost, almost like going through the motion like I'm, I'm here I'm doing what I want to be doing I'm exploring things I haven't been able to explore and yet I am feeling this Great. <laughs> um, and it was kind of in the middle of that where where you sort of like snapped your fingers and sort of sat up and you were like, "You're in your Saturn return," and I was like, "What?" <laughs>
1: I feel like I remember that moment now that you said that. I'm just like, oh, my God, Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When I said that, though, did you feel like, oh, this like, oh, this is something that makes sense? Or were you like, oh, I can explore this? Or were you like, oh, you're fucking crazy?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why not all of the above? For sure. (laughs) Uh no, like as I said before, it, it's it's a framework. Um and and to hear someone that knows me so well um like align these different things that I was feeling so disconnected to and from and within. Um you were you were able to sit on the other side of that and take it in and and see me clearly and see the situation clearly and and it didn't matter like almost like that was enough like it didn't matter what i thought of provide that framework um was such a relief <laughs> and and was such a gift really um that meant that that, that i could be in it, but be with my heaviness, and it didn't have to reflect on my quality as a person, which is typically how any of these things go, right? And we we get inside of our own heads and we get inside of our own processing, and and we and we go down that rabbit hole. And you were just like, huh, ah, be with it, be in it. This is something that you're supposed to process which I think that a lot of us don't do enough, Mm. really.
1: Yeah, it's funny that you can reflect on me being on the other side, like, hey, you got this. Like, just work through it, I'm here. Because I'm sitting here in the midst of my side of return being like, when the fuck is this (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs) end? Like, can it end now? You just
2: have to be in it, it's okay.
1: But you know what I find so yeah. fascinating is that like, you know, whether you are, whether you are into astrology or not, or, you know, I think what you're saying is actually so powerful and that's like a great way to frame it is that like these kind of, you know, astrology and different like spiritual and healing practices, like sometimes you might not fully resonate with them at first, but sometimes if you take that kind of intentional pause to think like, okay, well, I'm having a hard time. Navigating XYZ feelings. I don't really know where they're coming from. You know, what can support me in this so that I can kind of work through it? And that's why I, I mean, I'm a Virgo, so I just like over analyze and over organize for everything. But, but the thing is, is this actually, you know, going through this process, also observing you in the process and seeing you really transition and also watching you just continue to thrive coming out of it and finding so much clarity. And like, you know, us sitting down, talking about hidden springs, talking about strategic planning, trying to map out kind of like all the different places where, you know, where, where, where you want to keep your focus or maybe where, maybe like things that are there, but maybe you should maybe shift your focus so that you can focus more on your purpose. Um, You know, that's been, I've, I've definitely been in that uh, this year, which I think is like obviously the worst fucking year to be, uh, going through like another aspect of like you know, just transformation in terms of age and priorities. Because I feel like regardless, even if you take the Saturn's return framework away, like of course, like 28, 29, 30, those are huge transformative years where you're entering a new decade of your life. Like there's so many hormonal changes, uh, emotional changes, uh, physical changes, like you know, and What's been interesting is uh, one to think about observing you going through your return and reflecting on, like, okay, Kelsey did this. I can do this. You're strong. You know, we worked through it together. Like, you can always call Kelsey and you can feel better about this whole process. But um, I guess this also goes back to, you know, one of the things that you mentioned in a previous episode. Um, when we were talking about uh, like body image and, and and getting comfortable with your body and like and kind of having to go through that process with age, um, you know that was something that I also have been thinking about lately um, as well. And I feel like that's also something that I observed you going through, um, you know, kind of last year um, too. Now, I, I think the biggest learning curve for me this year is that I have spent so much time external and extroverted and loud and silly and like needing to be social and in groups. And uh, I mean, I'm sure coronavirus uh, and like quarantine definitely plays a role in this, but having, you know, being more comfortable being alone, being more comfortable going inwards, being more comfortable talking to myself, you know, maybe I can't fully hear myself yet, but uh, you know, being intentional around that time and then also kind of realizing that I'm in my Saturn's return understanding where my sun sign and my rising sign come into play, um, how it's affected by Saturn in Aquarius. And also, uh, what the world is, is, is experiencing based on the crate conjunction. It actually plays a huge role in my life and it, it, it plays a huge role in everyone's life. So what I, something that I actually ended up doing is I was started listing out traits, um, of things like I really wanted to come out of this ads kind of thing. So like, I just look at my map, like for example, there's a few different things that I wanted to be. So one of the things was brave and I wrote, I'm not afraid to communicate my boundaries and my needs. That's something that I wanted to accomplish by the end of this. Um, And then in confidence, like to be right and to be wrong and knowing when I should and shouldn't speak up to help either, you know, navigate a conversation or debate or you know really being feeling strong in where I'm at in in conversations and in communication and, and in you know various complex situations. Now this is a very kind of strategic uh <laughs> way of going about it, but it's just you know who I've been. So this this is something that I did in a mind map. Um but, but the reason I I found that this was so helpful is because I don't feel like anyone's really given me like advice or like um, any like guidance around like, oh, when you're 28 or when you're 29, 30, this is what you're going to be experiencing. This is what you're going to be going through. Mostly it's people just being like, oh yeah, like turning 30 is, is, is shit. And I'm like, oh great. Is that what I have to look forward to? How exciting. Thank you so much for sharing. So I'm curious, you know, it, as someone who wasn't didn't come into this planning, but has has also spent so much time on like self-work, inner work, and also taking in kind of like, I know, for example, there was a, like, you were specifically told at a young age, like, don't get married before you're 30, because you're going to go through like a huge transformation. So I'm curious, you know, what are some things that you have reflected on in the last year as you've entered your 30th year? And, you know, thinking back around how that has shaped kind of your transformation over the last couple of years.
2: It was actually 28. Don't get married before 28 because, uh, everything changes after that, which aligns still. Yeah. Um, but that was from my, my high school art teacher. Shout out to Ms. Caldwell. Say what? Um, yeah. Uh, and for some reason that stuck with me, I mean, she said it to the whole class, but um we would have great heart-to-heart during during art class I think that's what it was there for um but I don't know if it stuck with anybody else but it really stuck with me um and it had nothing to do like I don't even know if at that time or before um uh, Miss Cole was even aware of of Saturn Returns. she didn't bring it up uh, in in that conversation but but said for myself, for my girlfriends, for everyone that I went to college with, it was a rough time, and like I just so happened to be with a partner who understood that. But I, like I feel like it would be easier to do on your own, and so I always thought that that was um like a pretty a pretty powerful statement, um, and. Yeah, something that I felt resonated with me and it carried with me. Um, And probably because I watched a lot of people, you know, make choices in their 20s that they didn't align with later on, like that didn't carry through into their 30s. Like I watched that happen, whether it was romantically or otherwise. And... I, I think that astrology or science, like how, how your cells change uh, completely different every seven years, like whatever it is that you use as your framework. um, I, I think that those patterns are there in the world for a reason. And I, and I think that there are reoccurring themes generation after generation and that, and that, this this saturn returns theory is one that people found a long time ago and it just it, it it for whatever reason whether it is the planets and the energy of the planets or the way in which our society is built it works <laughs> Um, or at least it, I found that it resonates in, in kind of both of those scenarios, and even even um, I think we did talk about this on the body changing. Uh, yeah, we ch- we talked about this on the body changing episode. You have a second puberty in your twenties. There, you like by the time you get to thirty, your face is completely different um, than it was when you graduated high school, and so all of these things I think. Um, we're we're all just figuring out um, ways ways to understand what's happening to us, and I think that for a long time for myself, I feel like I've always wanted to be thirty. I feel like in a lot of ways I have been
1: thirty. That's beautiful. I love that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like I've been waiting to be thirty for the last fifteen years. I'm sure of it. <laughs> um, and it's it's a great. I think it's a great time. Um, in a person's life because because you get to leave all the lack of a better word, all that other bullshit behind you do. And um you you also have after a, at least a decade of sort of quote unquote being on your own, you know, when you're early 20s, you think you know everything. You think you can conquer everything. You think you can do everything and and being on the other side of that, you get the opportunity to not only know yourself in different situations, but have the humility to, to walk forward and, and treat other people with the kind of grace that you were given when you thought you knew everything <laughs> and carry, carry forward this, this knowledge that there's more to learn, there's more to see, there, there's more people to talk to and learn from. Um, and so you get sort of like this freedom of adulthood without the uh, <laughs> the restrictions of arrogance, I think, that comes within your like 18 to early 20s ages. Um, and I think that that's a really powerful gift. And I think that is when when people step into... A new, a new form of themselves, whether it's being brave or being confident in their work or being confident in their relationships like whatever that switch is I think that's really what the Saturn return is, is saying. It's saying it's a it's a casting off of one's old self and a moving forward into you know, you know what I've tried it this way for a certain amount of time. And there are things that I'm leaving behind. There are things that aren't worth carrying with me. And I mean, also like relationships. <laughs> also, like there are relationships that aren't worth carrying with me. Um, or there are boundaries that I need to, to have honored. And there's work that I want to be doing and work that I'm not going to do anymore. And I, I think that that's what what I've been able to glean from this last year is that of course there's more work for me to do of course there's more learning for me to do and I am exactly who I've always wanted to be
1: that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard I couldn't agree more I think that's like you summed it up really really well and and like to give like an analogy I feel like you, you know, you turn 20 and you have like this boost of energy. You're like, oh my God, I'm not a teenager anymore. There's so much I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to be independent and you're running and you're running and you're running and everything is just happening and you're not processing and you're not reflecting and you're not taking time to like really understand what's happening around you. And then suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, my twenties are almost over. And you finally look back and you're like, oh my God, like, look at, look at the mess that I actually made that I haven't looked at. I should look at this and decide like, like, you know, there's, it's like the invisible backpack exercise. It's like you've been running and your backpack is getting so heavy. And then you're like, okay, wait, I can't do this anymore. Like, let me put it down. Let me look, let me go through everything, see what's up. And if things are not resonating, if things are too heavy and you know, I, I know that they don't need to be there. It's affecting my, my back is hurting. My shoulder's hurting. Uh, You know, it's time to, to unload and, um, you know it's funny you know i find like that in that process there's also this this looking back what i've really observed is like you know in my early 20s i was just so full of energy and like excitement and just willing to just soak up everything and talk to everybody and i just feel like now i'm like oh my gosh i've soaked up so much information like i haven't even processed it yet like it's been 8 years and i haven't even thought of where it sits in my brain um so that's been a really beautiful process but it's also caused me as someone who's been an extrovert and so confident and someone who's all, you know, like coming from an arts background, you know, people were always like, oh, she was made for the stage. Now I feel like where I'm at in my life, I'm like, I actually don't want to be in the spotlight. (laughs) You know, like I actually want to think about everything that I've observed and understand how to Continue to grow and 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 to put more focus into my purpose because uh, and I was actually just mentioning to Yvonne the other day like yesterday I was like for you know one of the things that I've learned is you know so for example Hada House um, you know Hada House started as this project to support community work and com- and su- support youth in their in their dreams and support environmental justice and bringing people together for what's right and how to move forward as a community and there you know we got so excited there's so many things that we wanted to do and you know so you know the guest house turned into a whole on organization with with tours and and day trips and you know we had different programs going on and there was internships that we were bringing in kids and we were you know i was going across the country to run these programs and tours and stuff and i and i'm not saying at all that like it wasn't uh where i wanted to be but it, it led us to in different directions just because of you know opportunity came up. Like for example, you know, an opportunity came up for us to to have the the space at the cafe. So we just went for it without really thinking about like, okay, well, what is this going to look like long-term? What is this relationship going to be like? You know, getting so caught up in the excitement, not realizing what the, how it's going to look long-term. And I think I'm finally getting to a point where I'm like, okay, like, you know, there's a reason certain things didn't work out for the organization because we we were too excited. You know, everything was a new opportunity. And when you're young and wanting to grow something amazing, you're like, I'll just do fucking everything. And I'll take on 16 roles and I'll burn myself out and work a job at night that makes me stay up until four in the morning and only get three hours of sleep. You know, what I mean? and it got to a point where uh, you know, I look back and I'm like, okay, I, I couldn't have kept doing that, obviously. I was going to literally, literally like wear myself out, completely wear myself out. And so the way that everything happened makes total sense. And the fact that it's like right as I go into my and return is just like, of course, that's how it works. But something that I also wanted to mention is that like for people who are listening that might not be as spiritually kind of connected or, or are not really feeling like where you know, they belong in that space or they don't feel connected to kind of astrology, they don't get it, totally understand. What's also important to think about here is that You know, I also think this is where things like even religion can come into play. Like if you're a religious individual, you know, there's, we, if we, if we look at this as just kind of like structures, frameworks, layouts, uh, guidance, you know, things that just help us navigate grief, trauma, uh, like, like anxiety, stress, uh, relationships, communication, that is the point of it. That is the power of it. And, um, and like, I couldn't be more thankful, uh, to have been have acknowledged that I'm going that I was going into this time in my life, knowing that, uh, that you know, there's a lot of kind of things coming to an end last year. Um, and and even this year, I mean, uh, honestly, I mean, I hate to be like so annoying, but like, even the astrology of 2020 was really about like endings and and like like extreme pushes for change that that just were no longer serving humanity. And I feel like individually whether you were in your Saturn's return or even just feeling the shift of kind of the energies of 2020 I feel like that is is a essential theme for everybody and which kind of brings me back to why I thought it would be so important to talk about the impact of Saturn and and its power and and because it's so slow moving is why that process seems so heavy and why you know everything just seems heavy right now but what I also wanted to put forward is the fact that it's also a really exciting time for it to be moving forward into a new sign, for us to be moving into a more fluid water sign that's all about really like opening up the shit and and breaking the status quo, which is really exciting. So uh yeah, I think I, I just said a lot, but ultimately what I'm trying to get at is that it, it this this process, this is so necessary for. Uh, and and I'm not saying that like I'm an expert at it uh, at all. Uh, I'm still in the midst of it. I feel like every day I'm doing more and more work to understand where I'm at, so that I can continue to grow and thrive. Because I'll be honest, there's been many many days this year, and I'm sure for many people because of just the circumstances of 2020. Um, although you'll be listening to this in 2021, so I, I'm hoping you're feeling much different. Um, but just everything being very very hard and growth is hard work, unfortunately. Um, and like, we all have to learn that kind of the hard way as well. I learn it the hard way every freaking day. Um, so going through these processes is really, really important for understanding what the, and not, and I wouldn't even look at it as like the new year, like new year's resolutions. It's more like, what do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? What do you want to accomplish in the next, what, like five years? What, is, what's that quote you said to me? You, you, overestimate what you can do in one year, but you underestimate what you can do in five. I think that's what you said to me once. And that has stuck with me for so long in thinking that we, we pressure ourselves to like accomplish things on like a yearly timeline when really like we have to take time away from everything that we're doing and just think about where we're at in our bodies. Because Time is a man-made thing. And if we are constantly constricting ourselves to like a yearly timeline, like oh, I need to accomplish this by 2020. I need okay, these are my new New Year's resolutions for 2021. This has to has to be done. I feel like you're almost setting yourself up for failure because you're not being realistic with, with you have no idea what's gonna happen. Who knew that 2020 would look like this? I'm sure everybody has something in their life that has been stalled because of this year. So by putting timelines we are actually restricting ourselves. So this idea of Saturn return being like this kind of loose, like it's happening every 27 to 29.5 years, it's a slow process, it's transformative, but it's also needed. I think it's a great way to look at almost everything Um, because it's everything takes time and great greatness takes time, great growth takes time. And if we're constantly restricting ourselves being like, okay, by 30, I need to do this, no. You need to look inwards. You need to get through all that shit first, take off the backpack, remove all the clutter, and then start to move forward. Because if that's not done, it's going to continuously become up as barriers in in anything that you're working towards. Mm -hmm. So That was my TED Talk.
2: And I think that anything that helps you, (laughs) not worry, I think that anything that helps you do that reflection is a great thing. Mm. and and who's to say what works for you what doesn't work for you like whatever works for you to do that reflection it is a great thing and um just it, giving that you've inspired me to look back at, at what my last five years were I knew I wanted to get back to India and I had no idea how to do it like that's how far we've come, um, in five years. That's how far I've come in five years. And I, I, in in that reflection, like, thank you for sharing a bit of your Saturn return story. I love that you're learning the value of. Delegation. It's the only thing I wish for you (laughs) in your whole life. (laughs) Girl, you need a friggin' squad. You need an army. You need all the people to take over um, and accomplish all of your (laughs) your dreams. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited that this is something that's coming out of your processing this year. And you you've inspired me to look back and I I realize that in the summer of 2017 when I lost my passport in Kathmandu and had to take an emergency flight back to Toronto yes story for another podcast
1: uh, I'm noting it down right now <laughs> <I'm> done
2: <laughs> uh, travel nightmares with Jasmine and Kelsey <laughs> um, but I I found myself in Toronto and I and I have somehow oh, uh, a, a wide collection of friends from Alberta who've moved out to Toronto and so not only did I have my work friends as a support there um but I had all of these theater friends from Red Deer College and it was just this like beautiful time of like grabbing coffee with this person uh getting this friend to sign my new passport as my guarantor because they've known me the longest and one of those visits is I had I had a, a coffee with a very good friend and they pulled out their grandmother's tarot card set that they had just got and i'd never been read for before i i I don't actually think that i've had my cards read since like we tried in mumbai but then ran out of time Um, um and so i think this is the only time that i've ever had my cards read and and my friend just asked me if i'd be open to it I like, yes absolutely please not thinking anything of it because i know nothing of of it at all and um one of the main things that i remember from the reading was that in every single aspect um wands kept showing up there's just wand after wand after wand and it's uh, the way that my friend explained it to me at the time I was like this is this is work like well it's ambition it's creativity it's these kinds of things but it's also work and and you was like what what could that be what could that mean and I just kind of like shrugged my shoulders at the time I was like I don't, I don't know I don't know and that was in 2017 and and everything in my life since then whether it's romantic or or health or uh living situation or anything all of it has centered around my work and um i at again at the time i just thought that this was a a nice activity to be doing with a good friend after not seeing them for years and and now looking back this is this is a tool for that kind of reflection that we we're talking about, and and it's been an incredible gift to spend the last four four years, and it, so like, so within the the framework of my job and my occupation, um, because it's given me so much. It's given me friendship with you and this podcast and my relationship and the work that I'm doing now. Like it, 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 it's been a, a tool to get through to uh, where I am. And and five years ago, I knew that I wanted to be back in Alberta working at Hidden Springs. And I knew that I needed to go back to India. And both of those things have happened far beyond my initial imagining of it and um I I think it's such a it's such a gift that we have I explained part of my Saturn returns as being this sort of desperation of feeling like I always have to exist in my own mind and my own body and I'm just going to be in this relationship with myself forever trapped in this flesh bag as another one of my friends likes to say um and sorry that is the funniest thing out oh, was trapped in a flesh it, bag ew yeah <laughs> trapped but this one specifically i am trapped in this flesh bag oh my god we say it a lot but but then Right, so the, during times of transition, tra- tra- like in, in this year and and being at turning 30 and being on the other side of Saturn, all of these things, whatever you call them in your own worldview, you get to have that relationship with yourself. You get to, and, and, and it doesn't It's not in vain. You get to build on the work that you've done before. And sometimes it's hard to see that. Oh, heaven. Sometimes it's hard to see that. Um, But your coping mechanisms get stronger and your strategies get better and your communication. Oh, you improve your communication through trial and error. and like what a gift it is that we, you know, on average get to have this lifelong experiment of being ourselves.
1: Yeah. I think that's perfectly put thinking about like having you just reflect on like, this is how I feel now. Like I've been able to improve all, all these areas of me. I've grown so much and I'm so comfortable and confident in where I am. That I think is such a great message for anyone who's listening, who is either going through it or about to enter it, or just, or just maybe even ended, like ha- didn't even think about their sad in return, and are feeling right now like, I, you know, stuck and like I didn't do the work. It doesn't mean that you can't stop and do it. You know, it's it just because it, it's not necessarily your sad in return time. Use this. Use just realize what you're feeling in your body and use this kind of idea of like, oh, well, like I've either, I've gone through this already. So why don't I take the time and think about all that I've gone through in the last 10 years and where there might be aches and pains and wounds that need to be healed so that I can continue to move forward. And you know, one of, and, and that might be, and you know, go back to our, our mindful tech, mindfulness techniques for anxiety and stress. If you feel like you're waking up every day and the same thing is bothering you and you don't know why, then it's, you got to take a seat. You got to take the intentional time. Why is it bothering you every day? You can't wake up every day like that. And, and I've been there, I've, I'm still there. There's things I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, why is this bothering me? And you need to sit down and, Pull a tarot card, <laughs> or you know, do do something mindful that helps me get out of it. Um, and that sounds easier to say uh, than to actually do. It's it's always it's always a, a struggle, honestly. Um, but just know that every year is going to be a different challenge for all of us. And I think, especially now, after such a crazy, crazy twenty twenty. It's more important than ever that wherever you are in your, your cycle of you know, your Saturn return or um, wherever you might be feeling like there's, there's work to be done or that there's, there's hurt, there's anger,
0: that you take the time to navigate it and dive deeper so that you can move forward in your healing and ultimately feel lighter. Inhale the goodness. Exhale the bullshit. Thank you for listening and thank you for doing the work with us. If you're still feeling a little heavy after listening to today's episode, join us on the Conscious Badasses Facebook group. That is your safe, inclusive, healing space to connect with the community that gets it. Together, we dive deeper into each topic with reflection questions. There's additional resources there available for you. And overall, it's just an incredible space for you to let it all out, especially if you feel like you don't have the right community during this time. To access the group, just hit us up at facebook.com slash groups slash conscious badasses. And of course, you can always find the link right in the show notes. Now, don't forget to breathe, eat your veggies. And if it feels just a little too heavy, take an intentional pause. What can you do to feel a little lighter, a little brighter? You got this.